We are coming to you with the unspoken words. This is a Red Road Perspective. With humility, experience, reflection, and that unique style of indigenous humor, we discuss the issues that affect our mind, body, spirit, and emotional well-being as natives in recovery. Sobriety, community, accountability, transparency, and service work. Uh, hope. Yeah. There should have been a marker for that Episode 99, welcome to the Jay Crowder episode hey. Jay Crowder hey. 99 problems, but a podcast ain't one But a potty ain't one But a potty ain't one <laughs> <laughs> Lottie Dottie, we likes to potty. (laughs) We likes to potty. We likes to potty. We don't cause trouble. We don't bother nobody. Yeah. Episode 99 in the house. Unspoken words. Over here to my left. All the way from L. Jesus. He ain't even trying to preach. It's the pod. Gotti Randy B. Say shoulder. Number 83. Hello. Everybody, hello, hello, so dodgy. And over here to my right, all the way from Baba Nine, no, nine, no, nine, no, by way of Fort B. JCB in the house, your favorite Indian. Say what's up, except no substitutes. Glad to be here. Hello, uh, hello, hello, uh, hello. from up the road, too. Uh, up, up the road, up the road. And special guests across the way from me tonight, Tahin, the machine, the bringer of thunder, Perez. The thunder from down under. Say what's up. What's up? This is your cousin from way down south. Hey, the thunder from down under. So we're going to get into it with him and Western Native Voice. Oh, who you? And you know me all the way from up the road in Arrow Creek District. Mohawks, not drugs. Yeah, I'm not like where up the road ends. Where up the road turns to gravel. (laughs) (laughs) And where Bigfoot lives. It's my neighbor. Is up the road towards uh, the gap? Yeah. Okay. That's up the road. Up, up, up the road. And then down the road, huh? Down yep. the road towards Billings. Okay. Yeah, from Prior Town to the Gap, that's up the road. From Prior Town to like the T, down the road. Ew. Ah, those are the sets. So what set you claiming? <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you claiming county? Are you claiming housings? <laughs> Edgar. Edgar. <laughs> oh, you down with everybody, dude? <laughs> that's, that, that's that's the over the hill game. <laughs> Oh, that's far west. That's over the hill. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Tahin's here from Western Native Voice, and we're going to get into that a little bit later. But right now, what, what's going on current events? How you guys been? How's your week? How's you know the, what? Yeah, I go was, for I was, it. I was going to bring this up. I was waiting for this for the last couple of days. Did you, <laughs> did you see Did you see that, uh, you know, okay, Disney's making live action movies? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they're making Little Mermaid? Uh-huh. And everybody's just losing their shit. Oh, yeah. Because... Of it's um Ariel, uh yeah it's the mermaid yeah, yeah the mermaid. it's uh, uh Holly Bailey yeah yeah she's black. she's black yeah 
And they're saying, oh, not uh, like hashtag not my aerial and all this and that. Yeah, I seen like an uproar on face, social media, but I was just like, eh. But I mean, I thought it was funny because the thing I read was um, they were like, this one guy was actually coming up with like scientific facts on why a mermaid can't be black. What? But then the bottom line is, is like, it's, a, white it's just a make believe fish lady. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. what's the difference? Mermaids are blue anyway. Mermaids are blue? Yeah. Well, you'd think they would be like, they wouldn't have like any skin color, like they'd be translucent. Kind of like the color of a fish. Yeah. Yeah. Like, kind of like, like a jellyfish. Like from you yeah. can see through them. Yeah. That's probably why you haven't even seen them because they're like see through. Yeah. Mm. They're spiritual. They're very spiritual. They're invisible. They yeah. don't. They don't see color. I've never. Been <laughs> <laughs> They're like our Neanderthal ancestors. <laughs> I've never what been I'm, invisible before. <laughs> what I want to know is: Are mermaids good medicine or not? It depends on where they come from. Mm. Depends on their upbringing. Uh, <laughs> if, they're, if they're up road or yeah. down road. If they're up the road or down the road. If they're housings, then no. <laughs> if they come from the creek or the ocean. <laughs> or the pond or the fresh, no, fresh water or salt water. <laughs> salt water mermaid, no good. Mm-mm. They're too salty. <laughs> Yuck. 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 Mermaid was it. But anyway, I just wanted to get your take on that because that was just like. Man, of all things. I'm you make, already know where I stand on that. Make-believe fish lady. He's going to jump on his soapbox. He's going to jump on Go his soapbox. No. What you got? No. <laughs> no. No, but what do you... Okay, so like, remember Tonto? Yeah. What was his race? He's supposed to be native. What did they cast? Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Yeah, right? Yeah. And then other people that are like, look at Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what's the painting of Jesus right now that everybody... Like, when, I, when people say Jesus and I think about a picture or a painting... A hippie. What do you guys think? Yeah, just like white beard, brown hair, goatee. You know, he kind of looks like a hipster. What color are his eyes? Blue, blue, Mm. green. See, sky blue. So you have a part of society that come on shapes our minds, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when we go, but when the when the shoes on the other foot, that part of society can't handle it. Cannot handle it. It's kind of like, don't throw me in a group. I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. But what do they do to us? Throw us in a group. All you natives are drunks. How dare you ruin my area? But you put the shoe on the other foot, and then all of a sudden it's like. There's a problem. Yeah. yeah. Then we come up with scientific facts, which a fact <laughs> is different than a truth. <laughs> right? But I mean, okay, how can you come up with a scientific fact about something that doesn't even exist? So, yeah. so facts produce theories. Yeah. What what do false facts produce? <laughs> Lies. Lies. Presidents. You know what they're talking about? Little Mermaid? It's a lie. It's a lie. Yeah. And Cut the, them off. the ring stuff, too. Yeah. Like going crazy over black elves. Yeah. It's bugging, man. You, you can't have black elves. You just can't. You can't, have, you, you can't have elves of color. They're which just, brings back to even other parts of my argument. It's like, okay, when you talk about Black Lives Matter, what was the saying? All lives matter. Oh, all lives matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, if white people can live forever as elves, melanated people should be able to. Yeah. Stir. Yep. I like that. So I'm like just that. saying, yeah, if you're able to, like, if you, yeah, man, like, I'm just saying, if you dish it out, then be prepared when it comes back. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget, it's a fish girl. Yeah. Yeah. 
really not a, a big thing. It's just a reason for people to debate. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it's it's kind of creepy, though. It's crazy, huh? A young girl with a with a man on land. Uh, That's just crazy. Yeah. How old is she? I think she's supposed to be like fifteen or something. Damn. See, something wrong with Disney, bro. Like, and we're we're being we're being conditioned. Concent- yeah, we're con- we're concentrating on something else. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So ninety nine, show ninety nine for you all. Yeah, so yes, ninety nine brings brings to. Like, I'm a baseball fan. I okay. love baseball. This is spooky. Anyway, 99 corresponds with a, a major player right now on the New York Yankees. We love the Yankees in here. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, Boston Red Sox right here. <laughs> I got something in my throat. I know. Well, you know I, I don't like the Yankees either, but we got a moment here for baseball. I mean, it's a sport. Let's be honest here. As a fan of baseball, struggled. Right? Right yeah. now we got a moment where Aaron Judge, number 99 on your 99 show, he is 60 home run hitter. He's mm. going for the triple crown. Hasn't happened for the Yankees since uh, Joe DiMaggio. So mm-hmm. um, just big, big number 99 right now. And so they're they're following this guy. And, you know, he's, he's having a big breakout year and, uh, you know, putting more energy in baseball. So, I mean, we got a Red Sox fan here, obviously, around, you know, going around here who, I mean, what do we think of baseball? All right, does it have a future with America? Football is very big, of course. So, what, what's what's our? What do we believe? What do we feel? Look, here's the thing, and and the the reason why this is so huge is because lately you got every guy. I mean, every bullpen almost is set up to stop hitters like that. Mm-hmm. I oh, mean, yeah. you got starters, then you got setup guys, and then you got middle relievers, and then you got closers, and every. Almost every bullpen has a guy who can throw 100 miles an hour. Before, that wasn't even heard of every once in a while, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, this guy's got 99. Randy Johnson. Holy cow. Way back machine. Anyway, so so that's why it's such a big thing. Like, okay, this guy's hitting. So he's going to break the Yankees' single-season record for their club, not the the major leagues. Uh, Actually, American League, too, right? Because the other guys, they were in National League. Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa and uh, that one with the big head. What's his name? Barry Bonds. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, they were all juicing, though. Mr. P.E.D. (laughs) So... So, I mean, that's that's what makes this, you know, like, so incredible is because of the things that he has to go. And then, of course, people are looking at it and like, okay, here comes this slugger. I'm not going to pitch to him or I'm not going to give him anything good to hit. And he's still, you know. Yeah. So he's going up against a lot of odds. And I can't believe I'm trying to talk in this oh, vein man, about this go. son yeah. of a. Anyway. You focus, know, in order to focus. hate somebody, you have to love them at some point. And I can feel the love. You got to know yeah. them. You gotta know I just, what to hate. I gotta. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A whole new world. But you're right. It's not supposed to happen. We're not supposed to have a guy on this tear. But the but the other thing too is like Albert Pujols. I mean, mm. he's been playing for like 50 years, <laughs> and he's about to hit 700. He should, should. He's like two away. Right. And so that's the other big thing that they're talking about. Mm. But. Oh, uh, and then, and then the, another thing too is that they're going to take away, they're going to change the rules next year, take away all those shifts, those you know, because you know, say somebody like Aaron, I'm not going to say his name, this number ninety nine guy, yeah, <laughs> say he always hits to the left side of the field, right? Okay, AJ. So 
Everybody AJ99 that's, that's, that's even worse don't, AJ don't. not afraid <laughs> AJ99 So everybody Is going to all stand On that one side Of the field right Yeah 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 And then it's, it's an easy out But now they're going to Change it to where you have To have people In their proper positions What so you have to Like stay in your zone Got to stay in your zone Basically So uh, are huh. So what they're trying to do Essentially is increase scoring Yeah they're going to Try to increase mm-hmm. uh, uh, Action the flow of the oh, game. Oh, and, and the flow of the game, and then they're going to have a pitch clock, too. Like a shot clock, but with pitching. Yeah, oh. I think that's good. Make it go faster. Yeah, I think that's good. So, yeah. The flow of the game. To me, what that says is that they don't think that it's as popular as it should be. Mm, yeah, or, you know, speed it up. Yeah, you got to <clears> speed it up. It's kind of, I mean, because I can sit there and I can watch a whole nine-inning game. Yeah. Like, I don't care, like. And people will say, oh, well, this is boring, you know, but you don't understand. You got to understand situations, yeah. who's up, who's pitching, what are they trying to do? Yeah. And then, you know, you'll never you know. know when baseball player. Well, I mean, that. And know. I think, like, yeah, that, on that note, like, when you go to a baseball game, it's like, especially like that, even just like the Mustangs here, that's a four or five hour commitment. Yeah. Not a lot of people are willing to do that, you know. Um, even just sitting, I mean, just my, when my son played last year, he didn't play this past this year, but he played in 2021. It was a marathon. I mean, it started in March tryouts and it went all the way until August, uh-huh. you know, and there was, they didn't even end there. Then they had all-stars and then all-stars went throughout August, but we didn't do that. So, I mean, it's like a marathon. So I don't know, maybe that, those things might kind of bring more pill, but where he was playing, the baseball culture out there in Lockwood is huge, big. Everybody loves baseball out there. Um, so, like, the playoffs are coming up. I know that, right? Baseball, has it started? It's yep. about two weeks. The season will end. So, like, what I always do is I, I watch that first round, then I'll pick a team, and I'll root for them. So, that's the only time I watch baseball is, okay. like, in October. I'll go, obviously, Boston, but they're in last place. They're not going to make it, so... Mm. I'll go anybody American League that's not the Yankees and anybody who's playing against the Yankees. Mm, there you that's go. it. Would you? I guess the real question is: Would you or would you not watch him if he was breaking the record? Oh, I don't watch him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, would I, you watch it? Uh, it comes on. It comes on Sports Center, and I'll watch the the story on him. And oh yeah, good for you, yay, uh, whatever. But no, I don't watch Yankees games. Why would I do that? No, unless, uh, unless here's <laughs> now, hear me out. Unless it's in the it's in the playoffs, and I don't like Houston either. But if I'm gonna choose my pick, my poison, I'm gonna go for Houston because Ew. they're not the Yankees. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so okay, then I'll watch it just to see them get beat. Then I can, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But really, wait, no, really vindictive that way. Taking uh, that logic, would you watch it to see him not get the record? Hmm. Like just no, root against nah. him. Look, look, look. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you couldn't get it. JC's on the hot seat today. <laughs> I knew you couldn't hit it. I wa- I, I'm not watching because I want to see you hit. My, my first instinct is to say, yes, I want to see him fail. <laughs> but at the same time, if he doesn't, then I'd kind of like to see it because that's history, right? Yeah, it's history. See, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. You, you want to be on this side of history? <laughs> I don't have to like it. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, JC. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving me, this right now, bro. Don't, don't put me on my soapbox. <laughs> I'm, I love this. I'm I trying to draw tell, it out of me. I will tell you right now, I do hope he fails. I hope he stays at 60, doesn't, <laughs> and we never hear about him again, ever. 
There, I said it. It's out yeah. in the open. <laughs> we got we, it, guys. We, we publish this podcast. It's there for all the world to hear. Fail. Thank Maybe. you for your honesty. <laughs> Gosh. Where's my... We're only in... And another we're only... Welcome to this... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Hey, we're only as sick as our secrets, so. Good that you got that out. That's right. I feel better. I feel better. Thank you for that. I just, yeah, I feel like I'm that much lighter, you know? Yes. Yeah. You look lighter. You look lighter. <laughs> yeah. I can tell. I can tell. You look good. Okay. <laughs> the color has come back to your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. So, hey, let's play one round of this game and we'll jump right into the hot. Seat with uh, Tahin the Machine. So, we've played this game numerous times. It's our the thunder one. from down on down. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we're going to play the game where we tell a story. We each say one sentence of the story. Excuse me. We're going to go um, to my left. Randy's going to kick us off. So, I, give me a topic, Tahin, anything. Um, a scenario, a topic. Something. A scenario or topic. Yeah. Um. How about uh, you are in a plane or a bus somewhere okay. confined? Okay, and you just you have to fart. <laughs> All right, you, the plane. it hurts. It hurts <laughs> if you don't. You have no good choice here. Okay, so that's that's the premise. Okay, okay, so and it's probably going to stink real bad too. <laughs> oh my goodness! You just had menudo earlier. Oh yeah, shouldn't so T-Bell shouldn't yeah. add them boiled eggs for breakfast. All right, so we're going to each say a sentence, go around the horn. I had some baked beans the night before. I couldn't handle being here anymore. And the seatbelt sign came on right when I was trying to go to the bathroom. And this pretty girl was sitting next to me. I knew these beans would come back to haunt me. (laughs) I want to flirt, but if I let go, it's not going to go well. And she says something really nice to me, but I know if I speak, I might shirt. <laughs> so I gave the attendant a nod. And I winked to her, and she gave me a knowing look. And then she came up with her snack cart. So I didn't know what to do. I wish she had Febreze. (laughs) So I went to the back of the plane. Started pacing around the latrine. But there was an old grandma, old Carla, still in the bathroom. And I asked her, do you mind if I cut one loose? (laughs) And I let her rip. And not even a silent one. It was it was the loudest in all of my life. And every head turned around and looked right at me. And I said, damn, that's some strong turbulence. <laughs> <laughs> what do we got on here? Pilot, five engines or four? <laughs> and just then, the fastened seatbelt light came on. And the air marshal got up and said, put your hands up. Because I had pooped my pants. (laughs) And the girl of my dreams 
outer nose clothes. (laughs) (laughs) And just flipped her hair and said, I love you anyway. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Smells like somebody just (laughs) fell in love. Smell of love. <laughs> Smells like love. <laughs> As the s- smell. That was weird. That was, weird. Weird. That, was weird. that was like the furthest we ever got on this story. That was that was a good setup, though. I like oh, yeah, that. Yeah, that was a real good setup. It gave oh. us some direction. Good. Oh, for directions. Yeah, I think that was the first time we ever stayed on topic. Congratulations. Let's get hey. some Lulu. Let's get some Lulu. Episode 99 and our first story from beginning to end. Yes, sir. Even had a good ending. Found love after we sharded our pants. Basking in the ambience. (laughs) Finding love in the stinkiest of places. In the shitty of, of places. <laughs> That's that mile high level. That's crazy. <laughs> Man, I don't I'm thinking things like so when the airplane's in the air, does the stuff just go out of the airplane? No, no, it goes like to a compartment and then they drain oh, it. Oh, then they drain it? Yeah. Kinda like an R V? Yeah. Probably, yeah. I would imagine. No, it it, it falls out the back. Oh, of the that would be and crazy. Then, like, yeah. Turns into an ice block <laughs> and then just falls to earth. <laughs> but by the time it gets, you know, to the lower elevations, it melts and then it just kind of it sh- turns into bird poop, it like just the scatters with the wind, like that Joe Dirt movie, right? Oh. Yeah, <laughs> you found that meteorite, the meteorite. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't it still smoking? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that part is gross. Man. It opened up. And his wig, his mullet wig. Anyways. Anyway. Yeah. All right, I think we're all warmed up. We're ready to get into our main topic. So, DJ, if you're ready, please, why don't you hit me with that beat? Ayo, let's get into our topic. Ayo, let's get into our topic. All right, all right, all right, all right. We're in the main topic of episode 99, Unspoken Words. We got Tahin the Machine in the room with us. He's in the house. He's here from Western Native Voice. Um, Why don't you tell us, we'll just give you the floor right now, tell us a little bit about what you do uh, with with the organization and then what your organization ultimately, like what your guys' goal is right now, what you got going on. Yeah, first off, thank you so much for having us here. It's uh, it's great to get our message out in any way that we can, and, and we know that uh, your podcast is uh, is great and uh, comes highly recommended, so it's an honor and a privilege to be here. So, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, We got great sound effects, too, i got to say. Your, your, your soundboard is immaculate. Oh, thanks. It's getting there. It's getting oh, there. Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's We're right. breaking it in. We're breaking it in. Um. <laughs> hey, Karen, get back to your stall, damn it. That's Karen, by yeah, the that's way. Karen. Why the long face? <laughs> this is Josiah. That's she's very self-conscious about her face. Mm, that's right. Don't talk she's, about it. She's a full-figure horse. Yeah, yeah, she's a full-figure <laughs> BBW. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, BBH, big hey. beautiful horse. Yeah, don't talk about Karen like that. <laughs> we don't, we don't discriminate up here. That's right. That's right. That's right. You know, all love. It's all love. It's all, all love. love. All hair, love. Hair is kind of patchy, but you know, Uncle has enough love to go around. Yeah, her hair's Apache. What's the rest of it? <laughs> her hair's Apache. Is it kind of patchy? Apache. Oh. <laughs> She's an Apache horse. <laughs> She's an Apache. She's a descendant of Geronimo's horse. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, we interrupted you. No, 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 this is good. No. Uh, So, yeah, I'm Taheen. For all you listeners out there, we're Western Native Voice. We're a a native-led and, um, you know, staffed organization that works uh, in Montana to inspire Native leadership so all of Mm -hmm. our communities flourish and um, we do that across the state, both in uh, tribal nation areas and in uh, urban areas like here in Billings. Um, and me, I've been with the organization for five years, and I'm mm. currently the deputy executive director of Western nice. Native Voice. Uh, nice. It's uh, it's it's a great. We're a great group. We're a small group, um, and uh, but we have membership all across the state and outside of it and um we've been around for over 10 years doing this work of uh for one making sure people know their rights uh when it comes to vote and and the rights generally um and with the election that's coming up uh in november big deal by the way uh there's two we have uh, a new congressional district to represent us uh, in Washington, and those two will be decided in november uh and our goal is Get the native vote out. Um, you Weird. know, voting is something that um, may not be um, sort of long term, you know, back uh, in not a traditional thing. You know, it was imposed upon by uh, the government and that kind of thing. But uh, w- working within the system and what we've got going on now, it's the best way to to have your voice be heard. Um, so and and we know what it's like to not have the native voice be heard and mm. have other people make decisions for natives and native communities and so it's important to for uh, people native people to make their own way make their own destiny for their communities and one way they can do that is is through their power of voting so right on man that's awesome i appreciate the work that you do go ahead oh, i was yes. just going to add and you know maintain that sovereignty mm, absolutely because yeah. that's 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 one of the biggest things that uh facing right now you know especially with that supreme court ruling mm-hmm. and how they're cutting into tribal sovereignty mm. yeah. and the only way that we can you know maintain that is by putting people in there who will fight for native rights and the way we get them in there is by going to vote Absolutely. And the connection there with the Supreme Court, I mean, they're not elected, but people who are elected uh, get to choose. So the president appoints somebody Mm -hmm. in a vacancy, the Supreme Court, and then the Senate who are are elected people, they're the ones who decide whether that person goes and and becomes a Supreme Court justice. And so Mm -hmm. all of that is connected, just like out in like nature, how ecosystems are all connected. There's different parts that play a different role. Uh, If we want to think of government that same way, that uh, individuals, their role in that ecosystem of, of government and civic engagement, voting is is where they they have the power to elect representatives who then will um, 
potentially, hopefully, the hope is that they they have good people in places like the Supreme Court and that kind of thing. So uh, it it all it's all connected. And and, sure. and if there's two representatives coming up, those are the ones that actually make laws, so they can create laws that will help protect us too. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um. <clears throat> so. I seen a timeline inside your booklet there. Uh, what are some like kind of major things that for you, you know, that are important that um, that people should know? Yeah. So the the booklet that's being referred to that's it's on our website westernnativevoice.org, and I'm sure we can um, have it yeah. provided for you to to provide on your website. Uh, um, one of the the major things is um, when we're talking about you know history lesson you know schools in do you have a do you have like a school bell sound on there uh, i don't know let's see, let's see. Got That's okay. oh that'll there work go, that'll work yeah. yeah there you go classes in session so yes. <laughs> uh, uh, professor Tahin, thunder. professor thunder is bringing the knowledge <laughs> hey, hey, let, let it reverberate to all yeah. the people yes. this knowledge let it get into your soul. That's right. So um, take off your moccasins. Yes. <laughs> take out your pen and your pads because you're gonna want to write this down. That's right. So um, it's part of 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 making voting more of a tradition for families out there for individuals. Part of it is is just like we were doing earlier with the storytelling is telling the story of what's happened here. Of course, um, you know your your podcast is. Um, dived into a dove into different topics of what's gone on in in now in the past and how it's all related um and part of an overall story so we know and i'm sure a lot of your listeners know about you know contact pre-columbian contact before the europeans and all of the things that happen all the different eras of uh of um you know go from contact to being um pushed out from the east to the west to um you know treaties and reservation era and um the real um relocation to urban areas all the things that happen uh, one as far as voting rights is concerned an important thing to keep in mind for people is the year 1924 that was the year that um there was a a a, a bill an act signed into law called the Snyder Act mm-hmm. um and that officially to the eyes of the u.s government um had made native americans indigenous people who were here first they were finally citizens so you in order to vote you have to be a citizen first mm. and then a resident so 1924 that's when that happened the first people here on this continent but the last people to be considered citizens and so that that clues you in on why it's bad and harmful when people that aren't from your community make decisions for you because they have different agendas they have different mm-hmm. viewpoints and so but anyway 1924 big year and then of course 1964 there's the uh, in 1965 the civil rights movement martin luther king a lot of us probably yeah. you know heard about that in school and so there was um there was uh Native voting rights intertwined in that mm. throughout that whole struggle. So something that doesn't get talked about is all the natives that were part of the civil rights movement that were, mm. uh, you know, organizing in their communities that were, you know, marching on Washington too, along with, you know, black people and other people of color to demand their rights. And so, um, 
So, of course, Native people have a long history of resistance, not just resistance for the sake of self-preservation, but also resistance uh, for the sake of rights um, in the more modern era. So, you know, we think about AIM and we think about the other organizations that um, have done work um, ahead of organizations like ours that set that stage. And so we're, it's important to understand that, that it's all part of that ongoing story that we're, we're in the middle of it right now. What we do in our lifetimes has consequence to the timeline of, of our voting rights and of our communities going forward. So, um, you know, especially as, as the, you know, one of the major points, at least that I think about this podcast is, is, um, you know, feeding the individual, the soul of individuals that listen to it. You know, thinking about um, being clean and sober, thinking about being uh, good to yourself, to your partner, to your family, to your community. It's all intertwined, like I was talking about before. But um, so anyway, um, yeah, that's those are some those are some big dates to keep in mind. 1924 and 1965. 65, yeah. So and when you think about it, like we were here first, you feel like. Voting was initially to keep us out? Well, there was, you know, um, native peoples, communities before Euro- European contact, they, they were organized. Yeah, you know, yeah. They had some kind of councils. government. They had councils. They had some sort of, they were patriarchal or matriarchal. It all depends on the tribe and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, what gets brushed uh, under the rug a lot is when all of the powdered wig colonists were putting together their government, um, of course they took from Britain, but they took a lot from the Iroquois. Yeah. They took mm-hmm. a lot from native government and saying, you know, the, if, you know, of course their lens was if these quote unquote, you know, uncivilized people can put together this, then why us civilized quote unquote white people, why can't we do it? And so mm-hmm. American style of government is is borrowed directly, if not stolen directly, from what Native people have Iroquois. already been doing mm-hmm. um, prior to the colonies, prior to the United States. And so um, the this country is, you know, a bit of a of a mirage. It's like an illusion where we think that it's it's original, but it's really just you know sampling. Just like in music, you know, you you sample stuff. Sometimes you yeah. you tribute credit to it, and sometimes you don't. And when you don't, that's wrong. Same mm-hmm. thing with culture, same thing with language, same thing with history, that when it's co-opted and, and credit isn't given to who it's due, that's when, that's when you get all that whitewashing stuff that, that happens in, of history and that kind of stuff. So uh, White mermaids. Yeah, white mermaids. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> white, that's right. Jesus. Isn't, white Jesus. Isn't that crazy? Like, I, I really find it interesting that you're, you're part of an organization that really found a way to give Native Americans their voice back. And one of the things that I wanted to say was like, man, your guys is like uh, content and, and the way that you push your organization more so in the past six, seven years has been in a front. Like I see Western Native Voice and I never really understood like what it was. But in this conversation, I'm learning so much like, man, it's really a way for natives to realize the power that they have. Right. Absolutely, we're we're a mechanism. We're not we're not here to tell people what to do. We're what what our goal is as a group is to have these kinds of conversations that we're having here with mm-hmm. roomfuls of people around people's kitchen tables uh, with tribal council representatives, um, and you know normalize this thought of everybody's inherent power 
and their own, um, you know, sovereignty to themselves, but also sovereignty with a big S for their tribe. Uh, and knowing that what, what's, what style of government we have and the way that we impact our communities may be new to some people, but the commitment to a healthy community is one of the most, uh, most indigenous things, concepts and ideas that, that things that we can live by. Um, because when the Europeans came over here, they weren't, they weren't about community. They were in their industrial revolution. Their, you know, kids were in working in coal mines. You know, every, it was all about profit. Yeah. You know, when they came over here and, and they, they were came, rebelling too. Yeah. In a sense. Yeah. But it was, it was rebelling for the, for the individual wealth. They yeah. were in there. It was a selfish rebellion where, mm. whereas in, in the Americas, indigenous peoples, they, they knew how to live amongst themselves, their land, all in, in, in cooperation and in harmony. Um, and so I think that's uh, some of those lessons is what we're trying to bring back is building back that community mm-hmm. and reminding people that they have, they have power in them themselves. They don't have to be special. Yeah. They don't have to, you know, get a degree. They don't have to, you know, have a big fancy house or truck or all the horses or whatever. They, that they themselves inherently have what it takes to be leaders in their community. And that's yes, what sir. we believe in. And our goal is just to, Remind people of that and give them an opportunity to realize them. That's yeah, I awesome. think that's awesome, man. Yeah, I think that's really awesome. And one of my things is always like I'm always telling people is like, hey, you don't need a title to help people. Yeah. You know, exactly what you're saying, just echoing what you're saying. You don't need a title to go out and help people. Um, so that's awesome that you guys are doing that. And I know like when it's election time, uh, I know that you guys like, um, what is it, hire people to yeah. like, yeah. You know, get people to the polls and canvas. Yeah, I think that's awesome, man. And so, you guys do that on all the reservations in Montana, right? Yeah, yeah. So, our goal is to get um, people everywhere uh, in all the reservations and suburban areas having trouble, you know, hiring people right now. And, you know, with the economy and, you know, uh, the, the philanthropic community, philanthropy out there is kind of getting a little more constricted. And, mm. you know, there's, you know, the, um, it's uh, becoming a little bit more difficult to be able to do this kind of work. But we're still here doing uh, everything that we can. And uh, sometimes, uh, you know, the, the, the people who work in, in billings just got to get out there. You know, yeah. it's all about being out there, being visible. Um, and so that's that's what we're going to be doing this year um, is, is a lot of that, uh, you know, Banging, not banging, but you know, <laughs> going to people's houses, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. know, practicing. You know, one of the things that I that I have to always be mindful of practicing is is a non cop knock. You know, because like, <laughs> I'm crazy. I so you know, I I grew up mostly around white people. So yeah. like you know, um, my my culture, my heritage is from Mexico. My my fam- my parents <clears throat> were undocumented immigrants to Texas. I, I mean, I grew up in in Texas and in Wyoming. So I, so I grew up a lot of around white people and you know, they're knocks, you know, they're really hard, you know, you know? And so one of the things that, that I had to learn real quick when, uh, when I started working with Western native voices, you gotta, you, you gotta mix it up. You gotta like, maybe make a song with it. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. Out of you rhythm know, to it. exactly. Yeah. You, you gotta make it fun so that, you know, I don't think Just, that it's, it's the cops at the door, you know, use your Indian doorbell. Yeah. That's right. Reservation doorbell. That's right. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> before you go up yeah. to the door yeah yeah i mean in, in that way you have you have better success on the doors you know going to people's doors and meeting them where they are because i mean that's the number one place that we found that um 
effective effective talking to yeah. people engagement that kind of thing is is right at the door and um you know we'll we'll also like to you know feed the community whenever possible we had a um uh, a family day the other day um uh, I think last week actually over in that Crow Agency and there was a pretty good turnout. Um, oh yeah, I seen. And then like a, cute, a couple of days before that, you guys were up in Flathead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. just hitting all the reses and just having so family days. Exactly. So yeah, we're we're making our rounds right now. So um, uh, all of you out in in uh, in Montana's Indian Country, keep an eye out for us and for our organizer. We're we're going to be out and, and about. Um, you know, hitting hitting the hitting the streets. Right and uh, you know, keeping the res dogs away as best we can. <laughs> that, that's awesome that your organization is doing that. Like, but you mentioned like a few like difficulties. Like, what do you guys do to combat that? Like, what is your org- like? Do you provide rides? Do you? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, you know, we all know that the rural areas. I mean, it's it's hard to get around sometimes, yeah. especially if you don't have a, you know, a, a ride that's reliable or anything like that. Or, you know, you're, you're trying to get a, a ride from your baby mama and she just doesn't want it or, yeah. you know, or, or, you know, somebody's busy, you, you know, week. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. She's not ta- <laughs> <laughs> I've been there. It's, <laughs> it's a hard one. It's she hard blocked time. you for, for a couple of days. Oh, she'll get over it. Yeah, she'll get, she'll come back. She'll come around. Uh, she'll oh, come she around. won't. <laughs> All of a sudden, your Netflix sign-in says "unblock me." Ooh. Oh, password does not match. Yeah, oh, that's how you know you really messed oh. up out oh. there. Yeah, that's how you know it's, it's my true bank love. card too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one that pays for it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes you know you, you can't get you know get your ballot in, so you know we provide that help. You know, anybody that's in any kind of assistance that questions, you know, we're always open and. And available to help out and um you know um in october um there's going to be early voting starting uh, october 14th and okay. um, starting the 17th there's going to be a hotline for anyone who has questions about you know where do they go vote um what kind of ids they need and uh those kinds of things and so that'll we'll we'll make sure that people know um when that happens when that drops and um yeah, so uh, we also help people deliver their ballots for them, which is really controversial right now. Yeah, yeah not isn't just, there like a court case right now? Yeah, there's. I mean, we've we've had to as an organization, we um, have been part of um, some plaintiffs' parties a uh, couple times. This is our second. This is second round. Um, we're talking about Rocky. This is this is Western Native Voice Two. We're taking on. Uh, the court or the the state and court again um, mm. for the. And what we're fighting for is. Uh, for people's rights to um, to have convenience when it comes to voting, mm. more and more what we're seeing, not just in Montana but across the country, is um, elected officials, governors, but whatever, trying to make it harder for people to vote. Something yeah. that's already kind of hard because it's on a Tuesday, you know, it's on middle, you know, early in the week, you know, it's hard to get off of work for that, and uh, you know, uh, it's almost like it's on purpose hard. And so, mm-hmm. you know, people are trying to make it harder. And so that's what we're fighting against in the courts and in the legislature. And so, um, yeah, so, you know, ballot pickup and, and delivery is controversial because people on that side, they're like, well, you know, how do we how do we know that these ballots are safe? But, you know, for us, we're hiring locals. You know, this is somebody's friend yeah. or relative who's helping them out. So it's it's not like we're going door to door and saying, 
give me your ballot. Yeah. yeah. I need your ballot. No, yeah. you know, it was all creepy and stuff, you Isn't know. We're not like that. We're not like that. They find it like like they find it okay to mail federal documents out. Yeah. Your bank's on your phone. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. But when it comes to the voting, then it's like, okay, wait, no. Exactly. So like the thing in uh are you guys involved in the one in South Dakota? No, no, we're not. No, but we're we're watching that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's uh Is that the one where they can't use their tribal ID to vote? They need uh, a physical address. Yeah, right? so yeah, oh, there's, there's okay. a lot of that physical address stuff, and you know, in some of these reservations, you know, there's, there's physical addresses here, maybe, but some other places, not so much. Like down in Navajo Nation, you know, down in Navajo, there's, you know, there's no addressing that's going on yeah, there. Yeah. Up you know, the road isn't a physical address. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that's what I know where it is. Well, I mean, his FedEx man probably knows where he's at. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, there's an actual address out there, though. Yeah, yeah, but some places aren't like that. Yeah, you yeah. Know? that's how and, like Lodgegrass yeah. is, right? Like, so you don't have like house numbers, and you don't have that. Like, you have the name of the street, and then what? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and box. why is it like this? Is my question is like, okay, so they felt like it was effective to build a post office there, so that everybody can come and do their thing. But my question is, why did why doesn't that suffice when it comes to voting? Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, the whole physical thing is 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 always a big deal because if you make the rules so that your ID shows that you have to have a physical address and there are no physical address, then it, it it's meant to exclude. Like that's yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. point of them of these kinds of laws. And so, like in North Dakota, they had something happen similarly in 2018, and you know, um, there was a a big org, you know sort of coming together between tribes and other organizations to like try to get people to yeah. to get a physical address um in montana thankfully we there's a on a voter registration form you can describe where you're from so like you know orange house with uh you know with the uh, tin roof and three yeah. broken between down cars in the front past two right. garbage cans on the left an old That's refrigerator right. yeah i remember like we used to have to tell the FedEx and UPS people like six miles south of Pryor, Montana. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's Gray House. You know, that's what we did. So that's what probably my parents did on their voter registration. Yeah, exactly. So, but you, yeah. So, like, what is the government's, uh, what is their, like, when they come up with these types of laws, like, what's their reasoning or what, what, it, what is their explanation? It's all, it's, it, so the, especially these last years, it's all about, this boogeyman of election fraud, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, that uh, the orange guy was talking about yeah. some years ago, you know, and uh, um, and it spread all over, you know, this big conspiracy theory that our, our, our elections are somehow, in, you know, not secure and that, uh, you know, Russia or China is hacking and, you know, and they're like, and, and they think that Montana is a, is a, is a big, uh, you know, target. For this kinds of things, so it's a, it's an imaginary problem that they're trying to solve. Yeah, um, but it's it's expensive because every time the state loses, and let me tell you, they are going to lose. It costs taxpayers money, so it's like you know, it's costing all of us money for them to you know pass these ridiculous bad laws, get them challenged in court, and then lose in the end. And so it's like. Um, it doesn't make sense. You mean basically you're chasing the dragon. That's right. That's right. It's like, you know, chasing windmills, you know? But, you know, it, it just it goes back to what, what I've always said. Is, and we're talking about history. From the beginning, this system was never designed for us oh, in no, mind no, no, ever. No, no. Not, not even 
yeah, um, women, no. like mm. white women. It wasn't even designed for them. Mm. But you know, and so um, you know, and like what I'm hearing, you know, what 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 needs to be said is that our our present existence and the way things are for Native people right now didn't it doesn't exist in a vacuum, right? It was designed that way, and they tried everything they could to silence us, to basically wipe us off the face of the the planet. Oh yeah, and yet here we are. Mm-hmm. We we're all you know we're we're all enrolled members of of a recognized tribe, and you know we have um, reservations, but you know. Little by little, they're going to be chipping away, chipping away. And while we're over here fighting for table scraps, they're up on top of the table, you know, taking everything in just a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. It's like that frog and, you know, you put it in the cold water and then turn the heat on, you slowly boil it and it doesn't know it's about to die until it's too late. Yeah. So, I, I mean, that's, to me, that's what I've always seen throughout history is that, it, first of all, it wasn't designed for us. And so it's always been a battle to... Um, get our get our voices heard to get our you know everything that we need as a people as indigenous people you know not saying that we're better or worse but that you know I've always said you know indigenous people are different our culture is different our spirituality is different our home life is different um, everything about native people and even then too uh, all tribes tribes have you know, differences in those, the way they have to do things. And that's mm-hmm. not to say one is better than the other either. Yeah. I mean, we have to get over that too. Like it's try, it's not racism. It's tribalism. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Like, so, um, Oh, well this tribe is better. I'm, I'm part of this tribe and we're better than those guys. Cause those guys, blah, 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 blah. No, what we need to do is come together and start working together for a common cause. Yes, sir. But they put us on islands. They basically put us on islands so that I can't communicate with you. And I can't tell you, Hey, this is what they're doing. Yeah, because you know, as one person, one person has a lot of strength, a lot of power, and you know has has a voice. But a thousand people is even louder. It's even yeah. stronger. You know, it's like one snowflake isn't going to kill anybody, but an avalanche will wipe you out. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's right. That's absolutely right. Yes, yes sir. Um, <clears throat> so, with the Western Native voice, I know. Um, one of the one of your guys' hot topics right now also is the they're trying to rezone, um, yeah, different sections. You want to speak on that? Yeah. So, um, but uh, thanks for that plug. Um, so, what's going on right now is not just an election, um, but there's also something called redistricting happening. And so, you're absolutely right. Basically, what redistricting is is a process that happens every so often. And in this case, we're talking about our, our legislative districts so mm-hmm. a district is an area let's take for example um you know billings billings is a number of different districts based on their population and mm-hmm. it's all supposed to be split up as evenly as possible making sure that we're keeping certain communities together um so like for example if there's a city that has like a um you know a a, a mexican uh, like a little Mexico or like a little little Tokyo or something like that. You know, the whole goal is to keep people who have shared history, shared traditions, you know, those kinds of things um, together as a what's called a community of interest. So that's one of the one of the many things that go into consideration in drawing these districts out. So mm-hmm. here in Montana, um, for the for the legislature, there's a a group of five people. 
Um, four of them are from the two major parties, so Dem- are Republicans and Democrats. And then the fifth person is like a tie-breaking vote because, as we know, Democrats and Republicans can't get on the same page on anything anymore. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so there's a fifth person who's the the uh, the tie-breaking vote. And what they just got done doing, these five people, is taking what's called public comment, which is opinions and suggestions from the public. Um, didn't have to be 18 or older. Basically, anybody who wanted a, who had an opinion on how they were how to draw these these maps lines. Yeah. lines. Um, and so our our interest is to get make sure that there's a native voice. Um, as many native voices in this process as possible. So mm-hmm. that's what the whole thing in uh, in Pablo was. The thing okay. that our event in, in Crow Agency was also about was um, telling people about uh, the hearings that were going on and kind of doing a crash course on what it is, why it matters, and uh, encouraging people to provide public comment. And we got... Um, I think over 50 people overall give public comment between the two um, nice. the, the two hearings, which is really important, especially in-person kind of stuff. So yeah. um, anyway, so um, right now they're, they're, um, they're kind of taking a, a break from being out and about and doing hearings yeah. until after the election. But the, the map that they decide on that divides our state into the 100 representatives and 50 senators for our state government uh, will be in place for the next 10 years. So um, we want to make sure that uh, the native majority districts or, you know, areas of the state where natives are being elected to the legislature, that that stays preserved as much as possible. Yeah. One of the obstacles that we have is that the numbers that are used are based on the census that happened uh, two years ago. And as we know, there's, uh, or for those of you who don't know, there was a massive undercount, major undercount, of Native Americans across the country, and especially in Montana. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that means that the commission, as far as the numbers they have available to them, have an incomplete picture. They yeah. have less Natives in their information that there actually exists. And so this is a problem because if the representation is based on the quote-unquote official story and official numbers, then Native communities are already at a disadvantage with the next map and what's at stake is representation and why representation is important is that the people that are in the legislature over in Helena, if their, if their worldview is anti indigenous is anti native, then those are the decisions that are going to win out the day. Those are the voices that are going to win the day for the next decade for the next decade. But if we have voices in there that preferably are native, but at the very least understand native communities, then the it is it's our sincere belief that that sets us up for a better future moving forward. And as we we all know, change is incremental in mm-hmm. in this country, yeah, in the society that we have. Um, like you were saying, uh, we the system wasn't designed to have natives. It didn't it wasn't designed to have anybody other than land owning white males being the ones that make decisions in the government. And so um, people have, have died and fought for expanding those rights. And this is part of, of how we do that. And so because it happens every 10 years, hardly anybody knows about it. Mm. And it's one of the, the, the biggest kept secrets on how to actually change um, the way that your community, you know, goes moving forward um, is, is this process as part of a larger 
you know, participation, not just voting. Voting is the start. And then we go into things like redistricting where we can influence and steer rather than being the passenger in the future of our communities. Being told where to go, what to do. And and that's that's gerrymandering, right? Yeah, so gerrymandering is where is the practice of intentionally drawing maps that hurt communities. And so I think well, I mean you you brought up a good point, the fact that, you know, native communities were um undercounted in the census. So that's one way to call you out, but another way is to draw a line between us. Right, so mm-hmm. that kind of essentially cuts our power in half. So you have to vote for that side of the room, and we have to vote for this side of the room, yeah. and then our total votes are not really impactful. Impactful as it as it were to that side and this side. Whereas if they just kept it together, yeah. then we could at least have that one representative that you know uh, that I, that represents us. I make. Yeah, I, I see that, man. Like, I, I was reading something about the city of Detroit giving, uh, the government gave them money back to take down a freeway mm. and rebuild a black community mm-hmm. because they were, like, an American government has treated the blacks and the Native American communities eerily similar mm-hmm. in destroying their places of habitation. That's right. You know, and and I think that, man, I I feel like that that's such an awesome thing. Like when you were talking about all the obstacles that you guys were hoping to tear down, one thing that really kept coming to mind was like the city of Billings, mm. where you have a highly populated Native American, right? Like a high Native population. Yeah, we're in the newspapers. We're you know everywhere. But my question is, like, where are we in city government? Right. Mm-hmm. Where are, where's our representation in the schools? That's right. where, where's our representation on the police force? I mean, you have, you know, like, and, and not against anything, but it's just like I feel like Native Americans as a whole need to realize how strong and powerful we really are if we open our voice, if we open our mouths, right, like, and we speak up for things, um, but I think like one of the things that are that I struggle with is when I share that same type of value, I come off as a guy with a chip on his shoulder. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the angry native. Yeah. And I think it's freaking amazing that you guys have found a way to refine your approach to society. That's right. You know, personally, you know, I wish it wasn't that way. It was I wish it you know that somebody like me like any of us here um someone who's who's non-white or um non you know heteronormative you know that kind of thing that does it does it fit in what this society believes to be someone who we should listen to that when they speak it's you know the lens is oh they're uppity or they're acting out mm-hmm. or you know you know all these kinds of things um and and that's where you know, we wish that it wasn't that way. Yeah. Wish that, you know, someone who, you know, has the just the thickest res accent comes into Helena and says there's their peace and that they're respected as much as the the bougie guy from or gal from Whitefish or whatever, that yeah. they're they're in the same sort of boat. And that that's that's our goal. That's what part of our vision mm-hmm. is to ensure that people know the people in power know that that the all of those voices are important and that 
especially indigenous voices are important because like you said here in Billings, there's no representation. There's representation in the bad or the quote unquote ugly. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. what what feeds into what people their preconceived notions of what an indigenous person is. Yeah. It just continues to feed in it because it's it's what sells Billings Gazette newspapers. It's what you know, gets um, brings in um, you know advertising time, at, you know, on um, uh, color aid or whatever. Yeah, um, is those kinds of stories that reinforce the dominant narrative, and so, um, so it's um, it's kind of like a prison yeah. that that oh, yeah. that non-white people live in. Is that uh, you know you're you're damned if you don't, and you keep quiet, and people make decisions for you, and then you step out, and if you're if you step out on your own, you know, that's, that could be scary. I saw a, so. a guy running for office, right? Yeah. Treating some natives a certain way mm. about a month or two ago. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, just, like, I was, like, I was surprised because I'm like, yo, like, he was literally cussing them out. Yeah. hmm Dude. And then he comes out, like, you know, mm-hmm. a week later, guess where he's at? He says he's at Crow Fair. Yeah. But the oh. picture that he was a part of was taken in Harden. Yeah. And I'm like, man, like, that guy, like, if I was going to vote, I wouldn't vote for that guy. Right. Mm. Yeah, there's way too many people that still see Native people as photo opportunities. Yeah. And a way to, like, you know, say, oh, I'm for everybody, you know, for the camera. But uh, when it comes down to it and the decisions they make, especially, you know, that's why it's important to, to, to um, always know what your elected officials are, what decisions they're making, how they're voting on stuff, because that their actions speak louder than the words that yeah. they have on their campaign. Um, and so um, as a, as an organization where our goal is to help people who want to stand, step out of the shadows and use their voice to have somebody to, to have a group, a group of people that are behind them so that those people aren't, don't feel alone and yeah. that they can make that step out. Right on. So people that want to make a step out, like, help with that public opinion how would they go about doing that would they contact western native voice absolutely yeah so we we love and i personally also uh like enjoy talking to people who call us and they are passionate about something okay you know they care about something they don't Mm -hmm. know they don't know where to put their energy towards but they know that they care about something Mm -hmm. we 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 like we want to hear those kinds of we want to get those calls we want to get those messages on our social media you know those all those kinds of things that kind of engagement is really important to us and we listen you know we are an organization that is um first and foremost beholden to the communities you know Mm -hmm. we're not we're not part of a tribe, a specific tribe. We're for everybody. And what we're saying about tribalism, you know, we're, you know, instead of, you know, the competitions, you know, there's some friendly competitions, you know, around basketball and other things like that. You know, that's yeah, what we're doing. Yeah, those, those healthy, healthy, healthy rivalries. Those yeah. grass Indians? Yeah. <laughs> How about the Indians? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Those Highland Wildcats? Oh, too soon? Ooh, ooh, oh, oh, man. This oh, man. guy's getting personal. Huh? Oh, I know. I know. Oh, too soon? <laughs> Pulling on his Fort B roots. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I started something. When, he, when, when he's up there, he's like, I don't even like Harlem. Yeah. He's, like, I don't, he's like, I don't even like them crows. Yeah. I don't even go here. Yeah. <laughs> But no, you know, there's there's that. You know, we'll we'll we love community competition and that. But you know, rising above that whole uh, crab in the bucket mentality. Yeah, yes, sir. you know, yes, that's sir. that's where you know, and and a lot of that is, um, you know, uh, what is rebuilding the the, the family. 
yeah. rebuilding that family structure. You know, you were mentioning how um, the 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 kind of breaking down of of culture, breaking down of you know people and communities. The most the 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 best way to do that, if you're going to go in and harm a community and break them up, is break up the family structure. Mm. So when you would you like black communities, when you deindustrialize black communities, send and crack. Um, all of that is meant intentionally to destabilize the family unit, destabilize the earning potential of men mm. in particular, or, um, you know, and that's really caused a big, um, big, uh, huge impacts for not just for, you know, uh, for all communities of color. Send blankets with alcohol? Yeah, exactly. No. I think it's, mo- or is oh, it bottles of smallpox? It? Yeah, bottles of smallpox. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how to say it. Some, some dark humor, no, <laughs> and, uh, no, but you know that's uh, and and uh, you know the the treatment of of indigenous people. Here's another history lesson. Going back to school, uh, <laughs> there, there it is. Um, so one one of the major things that in in history, a lot of especially Americans don't know or don't realize is that the model for like the Holocaust that Hitler and the Nazis had, that was directly from treatment of native Americans and then also the treatment of migrant workers from Mexico. So all of that was American, you know, freedom loving Americans that set the stage for those kinds of atrocities. And so it's, uh, Mm. you know, that, that is uniqueness, you know, um, of, of unfortunately one of the uniquenesses of, of indigenous peoples is that their experience was the blueprint for another atrocity in the Holocaust. So yeah. Yeah, so what happens to indigenous people, native people is important and it doesn't get told yeah. and it's conveniently not told because that's how the powers that be want. And so we're here to interrupt that, to not yeah. just tell the story of the native vote, but to tell us as a complete story of what happened to people so that, you know, maybe that inspires, you know, anger or yeah. inspires like action, motivation by telling the truth, the truth that has been conveniently pushed under the rug. Yeah. yeah. True. And I, I, I heard that a long time ago, like when I was in high school, we had a, a native teacher when I was in boarding school and she was, we had a, it was study on the Holocaust and she mentioned that to us too, is that, Hitler got a lot of his ideas from how the U.S. Army and the U.S. government treated Native people. And, you know, like the um, a lot of the basics of it, the, the women and the children, he wiped them out. Um, and then, it was like, okay, so there was an attempted genocide. They don't talk about that. Mm-hmm. They talk about the Holocaust that ha- happened on the other side of the ocean in Germany. Uh, what is it, like 75, 80 years ago or whatever it was? But they don't talk about what happened here on this land to our people. And somewhere along the lines, they said, well, somebody who just had a, a bleeding liberal heart said, <clears throat> wait, we can't kill them off. So how about we do this instead? We take them away from their communities and the, everything that they know. And then we, we strip them of their language. We strip them of their culture. We strip them of their spiritual practices. And then they'll be destroyed. They won't know who they are. And so this everything that we see today, like I said, doesn't exist in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. It was designed that way, yeah. and we're still feeling the effects. But the important thing for us to know and realize now, today, is that we, each and every one of us, have the power to say, okay, that's it, that I will stop right now, 
and I will start living towards a better future, not for me, but for my children, my children's children, seven generations, as uh, Josiah is always telling us, you know, but we have to say, you know, I'm going to quit pacifying myself with drugs and alcohol. I'm going to quit believing these lies that were instilled in me from day one, not only in me, but my parents, my grandparents, my great grandparents. So, you know, but, but we, but we have that choice. We have a choice, like a conscious decision to say, okay, this is, this is the, this is where the destruction stops. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, we, we need to realize that. And then, and then, and only then can we go forward. Absolutely. I find it funny that, you know, here they were, they, they coined it reservations, but when they describe it over there, it's concentration camps. Um, yeah, it's just crazy. Like the wording of, of how they describe, you know, what really happened were like, okay, over here in America, it's described as a picnic. Yeah. Natives were like, welcoming, like, Hey man, come on, let's eat some corn. Let's, you know, Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll teach you guys some games. But I think you said in the beginning, like America is like a mirage. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It, on on paper, it's perfect. <laughs> you know, it's freaking amazing on paper. If you're white, but you be a person of color here. You be a black person. You be indigenous. You'd be a person of color, and I guarantee that treatment is, you know, that that is enjoyed so freely by the majority of people here in America. It gets flipped up. Upside down. Look at what what happens when when it comes to the movies. Mm-hmm. I think you know I've I've heard it put this way that America is just a set of lies agreed upon. The history mm-hmm. of America is a set of lies agreed upon, and there's the powers that be are the ones that get to write that history. And of course they're gonna they're not gonna say all these things because they want America to be great. And yet it was based and it was founded on lies on yeah lies on stolen land. Um, built murder. built on the backs of murder. stolen people. Yeah, yeah. Rape, murder. White House is built by slaves. Yeah, on Indian land. On Indian land. You're yeah. saying that from a hurt heart. No, I'm just <laughs> you gotta <laughs> get over people it. say about me. Yeah, <laughs> and, and 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 I yeah. always say that too, though. But mm-hmm. like, you equate both things, right? Mm-hmm. So, as Native Americans and Black people were taught, like. Oh, forget about that's in the past. I didn't own slaves. I didn't do this. Yeah, that's right. But you enjoy the benefits of the people that did that, right? That's hard to get right. through to people too. And then, because, mm-hmm. yeah, because yeah, like, they, they won't they won't agree with it. They'll say no. There's no inherent racism in any of this system. And the, well, of course, you're going to say that because you were benefiting from it. You don't. Yeah. You do not know what it's like to be oppressed or um, marginalized. Marginalized, yeah, and, and dehumanized, dehumanized exactly everything that everything yeah. that That's they really need what to they do. Did. Yeah, well, they they have to dehumanize us because then it makes it easier for me to victimize you. Yeah. If you're if you're less than human, I can do whatever I want. But if I see you as a human being, just like me, then then that has to then you know because your morality is tested. Yep, and yeah. when your morality is tested, you automatically. Uh, overestimate past moral actions, so that's why the whole oh, I got an Indian friend, so I'm not. I don't hate Indians, but that's that's not it. 
that that argument doesn't hold water. I lived near the reservation. Yeah, or the ones that show up, like you said, Crow Fair. Yeah, you know, they're standing in the parade, or you know, the taking a picture, taking a picture, and they shake a, a few hands, and then they're out of there. You know, they they yeah, before the sun goes tourists. down. Before the sun goes down, they're uh, out. Exactly, way before the sun goes. I down. think the <laughs> thing that caught me the most was like I didn't know this man was running for office, and then I seen his name all over, and I'm like, that's not a good guy. What's his name? Yeah, <laughs> you know, like that's not a good that's not a good person. He showed me like without even like after he cussed these people out and like did what he did, then he tried to like smooth it over. His name was, you know what I mean? Yep. Because mm. mm-hmm. he realized, hey, I'm running for public office. Maybe that's not a good look. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should have busted out your phone <laughs> and recorded them. That's right. Uh, <laughs> um. So. You got, say there's a listener out there, they're on the reservation, they're in their community, they want to help when the polls open, um, they want to get employed by you to help people, how do they go about doing that? Yeah, they can get a, a, a touch with us at westernunivoice.org, you can also call 406-869-1938, okay. um, we'll, we'll try to answer your phone call, if not leave a message, uh, or you can email info at westernnativevoice.org. We're also on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, I think even TikTok, YouTube. So, um, you know, we're, we're out there. Yeah. Um, reach out to us, send us a DM uh, if you're on social, and, and we'll be happy to, to answer any questions and get you connected um, to an organizer if you if you need a, a local ride when it comes to early voting or on election yeah. day. Right on, right yeah. on. Yeah, and November 8th, election day. Just want to make sure everybody knows that day. Uh, and if, again, westernnativevoice.org, if you have any questions, um, always happy to help out people. And our goal, you know, we don't endorse anybody. You know, yeah. we, we're not here to tell people who to vote for. We provide the information that, you know, we try to organize all of the different bits of info from different places and put it in one place on our website as much as we can to give people a, a you know, one-stop shop experience type of yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so if there's anything missing that, you know, you're not seeing anything that you want to know about, you know, people who are running in your community, uh, get a hold of us and we'll be happy to, you know, get whatever information we have available. So... Um, so we just want people to vote we want people to make this process more of a tradition it's the way to to create a uh uh, to affect change in their community you know the world seems like a big place uh but this is something that people can do right on thank you man for your work i am your favorite indian and i approve this message (laughs) (laughs) Um, i am number 83 and i just want to know if you're red or blue you (laughs) blood you crip you Republican, you Democrat, <laughs> red pill or blue pill, right? Yeah. Uh, I know you guys have an office here in town. Can people like pop in and talk to someone? Yeah, we're at uh, eighty twenty uh, fifth Street West. Um, we're close to the that that like the Target area yeah. over there on the West End, just oh, off okay. of Central. Okay, um, and so we got a big sign out front. Um, come by. Um, you know, during office hours, we're still getting moved in. We just got into the place. Um, there's, you know, still dust around because <laughs> your contractors are still working. Um, but, oh, nice. uh, you know, we're, we're, yeah, just stop by, um, and we're happy to chat and, um, yeah. Right on. Thank you for coming on today. We appreciate you. We appreciate all the work that you're doing, man. It's amazing. 
Yeah. I just want you to know that unspoken words is honored that you came on today and, you know, just I put down put down some knowledge. You know, I definitely learned today. And I learned, I learned today. You yes, know, I so appreciate you Thank guys. You. Yep. You know, I'm happy to be here. Very, very happy. Um, and um, just, yeah, whenever, happy to be back um, whenever and do another do another class, take you guys to school maybe. Oh, we, yeah. Yeah, for sure. we could do this all day. Yeah, for sure. Next time. Tahin the dream. Yeah, Tahin the dream. Um, I know you guys are on TikTok because we did a TikTok. Tracy, stop. Oh, yeah. oh. We did your guys' TikTok for you to vote like your life depends on it. And we pause because it does. It does. It really does. Yeah. So especially now, right now, where, you know, rights are, they're trying to take your rights. And right now is any chance you can to, you know, uh, defend your community with your voice and with your participation. Um, Making making a difference right now is is really um, what we can all be doing for our communities. So it starts with us. You know, yeah, it starts oh, with each sure. one of us setting the example for ourselves and for our kids and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah. So, what if you had somebody that wanted to run for their district, like the one you were talking about here in Montana? Mm, yeah. Uh, how would they go about doing that? Did they contact Helena? Yeah. So, uh, there are a few steps to uh, running for office. One of them is. Um, there is a, a filing that you can do. There's forms that you fill out um, f- to be a candidate, for, and there's certain deadlines. Unfortunately, the deadlines for this selection um, coming up have passed. And oh, so, okay. um, but I mean, if people want to, um, you know, run for some kind of office, whether it's you know maybe they want to run for council or they want to run for something, um, you know, we're we're always happy to to help people along the way uh, from learning what the process is, deadlines, any like fees that they got to pay to, you know, uh, providing assistance on how to like wrap people's minds around campaigns. Uh And, you know, if they're going to get donations, like how to, you know, there's all sorts of rules and stuff. There's, it's, um, you know, so uh, we're, we're committed to help people navigate the, the sometimes rough waters of Uh running for, for office. Um, You know, a lot of people, are turned off by it because then everything that they do will be public. And that's, you know, depending yeah. on what you're running for, that can be the case. I mean, if you're running for a small town, you know, uh, town council, probably not going to get a whole lot of um, skeletons drug out from your closet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. As you would. You shouldn't have inhaled. <laughs> shouldn't have inhaled. Yeah. That's right. Uh, not like, you know, if you're a president, you know, trying to ask for your birth certificate, that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and I want to so, see his birth certificate. <laughs> I was born on the res. <laughs> I'm from keep records there. Right. <laughs> and uh, in, a, in a place where they don't have physical address. I would give you the... Vi- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Everybody wants to be a chairman. Nobody wants to be a congressman. That's right. That's right. <laughs> no one wants to be there. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you know, we want, we want, like we were talking about earlier, you know, we want those voices to, to step out. You know, right. there's a lot of, there's, there's mm-hmm. important, uh, life experience and perspectives out there, yeah. um, and they they need to be shared with the world. And but we understand it's scary, so that's why we're here to, you know, have somebody in your corner, you know, yeah. to empower. That's right, you know that because the the fight's a long one. You know, there's yeah. a lot of rounds to the, to this fight. Yeah, and you know you're gonna need some time in the corner. You know, and that's then we're gonna be there to you know 
sponge you up and stuff like uh, that. You know? The cut man. Yeah, exactly. Spray some water in your mouth and you know keep you going. So, man, that's awesome. Yeah, man. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Right on. Well, thanks for stopping by. You're welcome back anytime. That was, um, that was awesome. Thank you. Thank yeah, that you, was thank good. You. That was really good. Thanks, guys. Um, thanks for stopping by. Any last words from the pod, Gotti, our favorite Indian? I want to hear more about this sponge bass you speak of. <laughs> That's all I need to know. <laughs> and there is a non-disclosure agreement, you guys. <laughs> the old NDA, huh? The, the old NDA. Yeah. What happens at the sponge baths stays at the sponge <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny yeah. I was at the sponge bath. <laughs> You're like, I'm not here to fight. I'm just here for the sponge bath. <laughs> if I got a good punch for that, I'm okay with that. <laughs> can hit me all you want. <laughs> I won't hit you back. <laughs> I just want the bath. <laughs> I'm just here for the sponge bath. So bruise me up. <laughs> that kind of JC. That raccoon love. <laughs> Two black guys and a hickey. That's right. That's just another Saturday night, huh? <laughs> That's just my Saturday night. <laughs> Bring your own sponge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Yuck. I know. I'm. I'm pumped, man. I'm motivated. That I feel like good. running for office. Yeah, I'm not, not really, you. but I will vote for you. Yeah. If they, if, I, this, if once I walk out that door, I won't want to run for office. But that's right. Right now, in this <laughs> maybe maybe walk for office. Yeah, yeah walk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, walk. If they don't uh, draw me out of your district, I definitely vote for you. All right. Uh, who, uh, who, I appreciate that. I'll give you a penalty. That's right. Hugs. Twenty twenty four. Yeah, president. <laughs> Running for president. Yeah. Hugs all around. Yeah, Mo Hugs, not drugs campaign. <laughs> hugs for everybody. See, it just, it writes itself. I know, 2024. Yeah. I'll at your boy. <laughs> Man, I wish I had some some uh, political music. I know. But you got to play the Amer- something American. You, you got the Hail to the Chief? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. One to the two to the three to the four. Vote for Mo Hugs in twenty twenty four. We're gonna we're gonna find out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool man. I think that's a good place to end the episode. Yeah, the Jay Crowder episode. Hey, check out WesternNativeVoice.com or dot org dot org. WesternNativeVoice.org. Check them out. They're Make on social boy, media. Tahim yeah. the Machine, bringer of thunder. Thanks for stopping by, sir. Thank you. Um, with that, to our listeners out there, the unspoken words, disciples, keep spreading unspoken words, gospel, Billy Graham style. We appreciate you. We love you. We'll be back next episode 100. Deuce. Shinook. Use your voice. Rock the vote. Yo, Josiah Mo Fire, aka Mo Hugs Not Drugs. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.